But you know what? You all start. Here you go, Ray. And you'll come in second and third and fourth. Just really fast, I want to ask you, 
though. The first week, if you use this as the beginning, you know, after you've done some woo, woo, woos, and some woo, and so me, so so me, and all that stuff, and tell me what you're thankful for, and they've sung it back, and we've done all these warm-ups and things, then we could sing this as sort of our opening song. Right? And it could be our opening song for several weeks. I'm a proponent of repeating things. We are a, a culture, you know what? The whole world is a culture of loving repetition. We, we like things to be the same. And maybe not forever, but we like tradition. And so I would use this song for maybe six weeks. All right, so the first week, we probably just sing a song in unison and talk about the words, and that's it. Second week, come back, and first we need to do what? Review, right? We better review. We better sing it again. They may have kids who weren't here last week, and we may have some who just don't remember it. Probably, it's been a whole week. Life happens since then, so they've been busy. So maybe we review it in unison, and if they're really good at it, and my test for that is, can you sing it without any help from me? And if they can sing it without any help from me, then they're ready to try it in a with younger children, what I do sometimes is make two circles, and they actually stand away from each other. And then we can make it a challenge so that we can say, okay, see if we can open that circle a little bit, see if we can open it some more, you know, and try it two or three times until we really are in a group. And children love rounds. They love to see rounds. Then maybe week three, we repeat it in a two-part round, and we add some movement, which is what we're about to do right now. And then week four, they know it so well, they're probably ready to try a four-part round with movement that they, they made up. And then they love it so much they want to do it at least another couple of weeks. Okay. That's one purpose. Another possibility is, and I've talked to those of you who were in the last session, I said this. I don't think we do very well with congregational singing these days. Do you all agree? How often do you see people, maybe they have the hymnal open, or there's a screen. And I'm not sure about the screens yet. I'm one of those people who's not coming along as fast as some other people. It's partly my age. But I want the music to be up there too. I want them to see the actual notes. Because that's how a lot of us learned how to read music. That's how I learned, was from the hymnal. And so anyway, but beside whatever my opinion is, that's, that's, you know, that's just my opinion. But um, that's how a lot of people learn to read. So we, we want them to see the notes. And we want them to sing. At, at my church, which was uh, First United Methodist Church in Dallas, I got my minister, it's not the one who just came in, it's not the one right before that, but before that, to let me, during the summer, teach some rounds to the congregation. And I did it before worship started, so it was before the official beginning of the service. But the second time I taught one, he let it be part of the worship service. So I taught it to them before, before church started, but then during the service there was a time when we did it. And we just learned it in unison, and then we tried it in a round, and it was fun. It was really fun. I mean, there were like 600 people there when I taught it, and it was a big lot. And they loved it. You could see smiles, and people who weren't singing all that much loved listening. This is one of those pretty simple canons that adults can learn to. And they may not want to move to it, I don't know. <laughs> but they, they definitely want to So what I'd like for us to do right now, just really quickly, is, um, and, and by the way, that's what this session is going to be about. These are, I'm teaching you four pieces, all of which could be taught.
some cases older children, or they could be taught to adults. Because one more bit of my sermon is that I think we're losing our oral tradition, our oral oral tradition in our society. And I think it's really great sometimes to just learn a song by rote. I think the choir needs to do that too. I, you know, we're so note bound that sometimes we're paying so much attention to the notes on the page, we're not thinking about what we're singing. And I think it's it's such an important way that we worship, especially as musicians, that that sometimes we need to get away from that and just learn a song. So that's what these that's what this session is. Alright, so we're in a circle, which is a great way to start. We're in a circle. And the kids have learned that circles can go in, circles can go out, circles can go to the left, circles can go to the right. You can turn around in your place, you can go up, you can go down. What else? <clears throat> I can't think of anything. You get one more thing to We can rotate, we can trade places. Is that what you want? We can do that. Okay, we side to side. So, so let's start without holding hands. You can. That's right. right. Yep. So, um, what do y'all want to do for the first part? Cantate Domino, sing unto God. I'm 
maps were ready. So guys, get in your own little circle, and the other women in this group get in a circle, and we'll divide about half, so far this way, and never let you do this group. We'll get a little circle, and y'all are over there. So, yeah, some people move, but I think it works out just fine. So let's do this this time. Group one, y'all start. We'll come in second, and then third, and then fourth. And you know what? This time, let's do unison. Ooh. Let's do unison all the way through. And then let's do a two-part round. We'll go first. Y'all will go second. Just once. And then let's do the four-part round twice. Is that as clear as mud? Here goes. Unison. Unison. Two-part round. Four-part round. Twice. So you're going to sing the whole thing four times. You got it? Oh, no. Oh, one more thing. When we start the circle, spread out just a little bit so we can take four tiny steps and four tiny steps. And y'all know kids will do this, right? And then they'll kick when they get tired. So you have to talk about this. So you have to talk to them about little bitty steps. And maybe somebody has to sit out and watch line service or whatever. You know, that's Thank you,
Latin, it's jubilatum. And what is, do you know a word, do you know the word jubilant? I'll say that to you. It's for jubilant. It comes from the same root as the word jubilate. Do you know what jubilant means? Joyful, right? So this is joy. Dale is God, like deity. Dale, Dale is God. Joyful, joy to God is what this is. And how many of you already know this one? I did, I don't know if it's the same one, but I did one with my 7th and 8th grade choirs. Yes. And I, I taught my girls, you know, this kind of alto, my boy, my tenor days. And then we sang it at the concert, and it was their favorite thing all year long. I know. It was a warm-up. And I know this is it. I'm sure this is it. This is, this is by Michael Pretorius. I mean, we're talking oh, a Renaissance piece. We're talking an ancient piece of music. Kids love it. Adults love it. It's just beautiful. And besides that, it can be sung in a lot of different ways. So we're going to explore a couple of those. Okay, so you can look at it if you want, but it's just, what, what was the B flat I just played? You know what? I'm going to go down to do, to here for right now. You.
beautiful as it can be? No. Do you know why? Not because you didn't sing it beautifully, but there's something left out big time. Confidence. Okay, that we can make confidence. It really doesn't have anything to do with you, though, that I'm talking about. Third, third, third part. Because, okay, here's, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about my pet peeve. I'm just, just full disclosure here. This is one of my biggest pet peeves, is a three-part word canon being sung in two parts. Because they missed the whole third part. Michael Pretorius wrote this in three parts for a reason. You'll, you're about to hear one. <laughs> what? Oh, you know what? A couple of you sing this group. So about group one. Group one, two. So you can sing with that group five. <coughs> Sit up now and talk. Get that question out Guys, we're going to put you in your own version in a minute. So you're going to have to move again.
is one of the most beautiful things about this canon is it can be sung at that distance. I mean, it's beautiful in unison. And think, if we were in one of those churches in Italy and singing this in those high, 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 high ceilings, what it sounds like. And there's echo at the end, right? Okay. So this time we're going to come in closer. And you're going to sing it three times. The, the trinity. Three times. Three part round, three times. And so it's going to go,
the first week, it might be that that's all you teach. And say, okay, we're going to do that something else with that song next week. But you could add some tapping and some body percussion if you want to. And some moving. You know, music and movement really are inseparable. We are one of the few cultures of the world who's learned to do this once. <laughs> we are. I mean, when you look at the vast majority of people, this is a European thing. We've all kind of learned to be still. But most people move when they sing. If not a little bit, sometimes a lot, too. So um, it's okay to move a little bit while you're singing. Okay. Um, second part. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 everybody here. I did it again. Get me back. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, I actually got through my Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 everybody here.
just like we did um, walk in the room and stand in a circle, that's for more of the little kids. This could be something you could do with the older kids. And again, it doesn't have to be changed voices. You know what? I want you to just hear it really fast. Women, would y'all sing? Well, are y'all singing your your falsetto in your head voice? Welcome, welcome, everybody, welcome. And y'all are welcome, welcome, everybody, welcome. And this time you sing welcome, welcome. <coughs> you know, I thought I was kind of backwards, but welcome, welcome, everybody, welcome, 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 everybody.
say Natalie Sleeth's song. That's oh, the name Natalie Sleeth, Dallas Girls Chorus. Oh, oh no way. Come stand over here for a minute. <laughs>
person here because I'm going to sing a Okay? Can we have everybody on this side sing that part? Ready? And we're going to sing. Gadeamus, Gadeamus. Here we go, ready? Pretty. 
continue singing the melody while y'all come in with that part. Second. And then third, keep singing your part, keep singing the melody, and this part will come in. So you guys are melody, melody, melody. Okay? Y'all are melody, high part, high part. And your melody, melody, low part. And you know what? Once we get going on the three parts, let's just keep going for a little bit. No. You're how beautiful it is
I, that's part of it right there. So that's a big part of it. But, you know, I mean, I'm teaching using soulfish. You don't have to use soulfish when you teach this. Although this part is really easy to teach with soulfish because it just goes straight up and back. Okay. So, any other items? What age group would you? I, I have done that with fifth and sixth graders. Maybe. I don't know why not. I mean, the other thing is I've taught octavos. I don't think this is the best way to do it. But there have been times, I, there was a, uh, there's a piece by, um, well, I'll get to his name in a minute. But there's a piece, an arrangement of How Can I Keep From Singing that has Amazing Grace in it. And it's four parts at the end because there's a descant. And um, the last year I was in Mesquite at my school, at Kimball Elementary Mesquite, I taught the melody to third through sixth. Everybody knew it. And I taught the other parts to different grade levels. And then in the last assembly, we sang it. It was really great. So if you could do that, you could, I mean, but do they all meet together? Yes. They can do it. They can do that. They can all sing the melody for sure. How would you teach this to an adult choir? Well, I just taught it to her. And I mean, isn't it fun to learn by rope for a change? You know, if you really break it down, and yeah, and listen, and get them off the risers, get your adult car off the risers and do something like this. They'll think you're crazy at first, and then they'll love it so much that they'll be like, yeah.